0: Welcome to the Sisterhood of Healing podcast, the podcast that wants to help you reach your best and most divine potential. Each week, we dive into topics concerning inner healing, wellness, and spirituality. We discuss strategies and practice from our own personal experiences regarding higher energies, trauma, and connecting to the divine as we take you through our own personal journeys to discover the highest versions of ourselves. In combination with guest speakers, we bring you a comprehensive guide to mental and spiritual wellness and the ability to connect yourself and the world around you on a deeper level. I'm Nicole. And I'm Christina. And we are two sisters who want to take you along on our spiritual and healing journey. We are each on our own individual healing and spiritual path and bring unique perspectives regarding yoga, chakra healing, meditation, intuition, and trauma healing. Sometimes life is messy, sometimes it's confusing, and sometimes everything falls perfectly into place. Join us as we navigate the path to divine enlightenment together. Welcome sisters, brothers, and non-binary listeners to episode eight of the Sisterhood of Healing podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing uh, new habit creation and practices. We're kind of flying solo today. I mean, well, there's still two of us, so are we really flying solo? No, I don't think so, but we <laughs> don't have a guest on this week. <laughs> so I guess we can say that we're solo for this episode. Yeah. Um. So we thought we would talk about creating new habits because... Both of us um, have kind of had dialogue back and forth over the last couple days, the last week about how we've been feeling, how we've been sluggish, um, and, and new things that we're bringing into our lives and our, our personal practices in order to kind of redirect ourselves from kind of the funk that we find ourselves in. So creating new habits creating new practices for ourselves is a way that we do that yeah so we should probably talk about what a habit actually is so we're all on the same page yeah (laughs) (laughs) so a habit is something that's specific to behaviors or patterns that we've adapted over time so We can look at it as a repetitive action that we take every day while we're on autopilot. So things that we don't even realize that we're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very interesting um, way to look at it. Uh, So habits are usually cues or triggers that cause us to repeat certain actions. And then with that action, you end up experiencing a reward or a benefit. So that is what causes you to want to repeat the action because it feels good, but sometimes that's only temporary, right? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like like going into you know your cabinet and grabbing a bag of chips every time you see like a commercial for chips, right? Like. Mm-hmm there's a trigger and you have a reward by eating those chips, but like that's something that's just going to be a temporary reward for you. That's Mm -hmm. not serving you in the long run. Mm -hmm. So that would be a negative habit, but there are also kind of positive habits that um, can like trigger you, like make you feel good things as well, or, or things that are actually good for you as opposed to temporarily good things. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I found some interesting things when I was doing some research on habit making and um, how our brains function with Mm -hmm. habit making. And our brains love habit because they love to repeat the past and do what feels easy. Hmm. And maybe that's why so many of us are stuck in habits that we know don't serve us, but we continue to stay in them because it's just easier. Making those, yeah, exactly. Yeah, our brain finds it easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, our our brains don't like to be introduced to new patterns because they don't know how to respond to things that they haven't done before. Hmm, yeah, our brains are so complex. I know, I love brains. Yeah, time it makes habit breaking so difficult. Um, so we just have to learn how to train our brains to do certain things. And that's why most of the time our habits go unnoticed. Yeah. Especially if you've been doing the same thing for years and years and years and you've never um, had the opportunity to be forced to challenge your brain, or to, to make new habits or or um, like out of necessity, you've, or you've not found any necessity to change or to break those habits or you're scared to break those habits or for whatever reason – It definitely gets easy to get, or it definitely is easy to get stuck in those patterns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, our habits become a part of who we are. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's... Whether we like to admit that or not. (laughs) Well, and I think, too, a lot of times we use the phrase creature of habit, and there's certain things that I'm a creature of habit about, like the way I cut my grilled cheese, or (laughs) I just like my grilled (laughs) cheese cut a certain way. (laughs) Um, but, yeah, I think that's probably where it comes from. Like we're creatures of habit, and it all links back to like I'm gonna do what feels safe and feels right. It's a it's like an evolutionary thing, right? You're not gonna if if you've survived this long and and this has kept you safe, why would you change anything? But I think that's that's a change that or that's something that we have to recognize now. I mean, we're not cavemen anymore. it's twenty twenty two. And so we have to understand that a lot of these practices that it quote unquote kept us alive for so long and keep us like in survival mode and keep us safe. Like they don't keep us thriving and they don't keep us healthy. Like there's a difference from having, there's a difference with having uh, safe habits and healthy habits that are going to help us to thrive. And I think that's the difference. And I think a lot of us kind of sit in that safe survival mode. Like, why would I change this? It's been working for me. Well, like we don't have to live in survival mode all the time. We can, we can create new habits that serve us better and help to propel us forward and like take us out of kind of that stagnation. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So like, how do we um, determine what habits and practices aren't serving us i think do you know i've i've had a lot of conversations with like friends and family members and whatever and i mean when i actually consciously think of those conversations so many times and it's so commonplace for us to say oh i know this isn't good for me but i do it anyways yeah (laughs) we do that so often right her own worst enemies <laughs> yeah like oh I know it's not good for me but you're just like whatever I'm used to doing it it'll be fine it'll be fine I do this all the time well like if it's not working for you and I'm I'm the worst for myself for saying I'm going to bed at like I want to be in bed and reading by like 9 30 10 o'clock and then somehow midnight one o'clock in the morning rolls around and I'm awake and you're still binge watching Netflix. <laughs> yes, or or I've like done work until 10 or 11 o'clock and which I'm really trying to to do work at home and not bring work at home so I can kind of separate um like work and and home life, but um and I just need some downtime, so I spend an hour meditating or scrolling aimlessly through social media or like whatever it is and it's they're not healthy habits um and I find that sometimes I'll I'll be really really good and then there'll be like a week or two where I just get stuck in these really unhealthy habits again and you really got to recognize it and kind of kickstart yourself back into healthy habits like creating good practices for yourself reminding yourself how those how those good practices make you feel yeah I know, like me personally, uh, my bedtime routine hasn't been the greatest Mm. for me lately, and that has a lot to do with having been in lockdown for a month again, Mm -hmm. and having been on like vacation previous to that, and my bedtime routine being off because of that. Um, But I find myself I'm not going to bed early at a time that I would usually go go to bed at or um, want to go to bed at and I'm just like sitting up watching TV or s- scrolling aimlessly on my phone until like 11:30 or midnight. Mm-hmm. And I have a goal for myself to wake up at seven o'clock and give myself an hour and a half before I open up my laptop and start work so that I can work out or meditate at that time or read a chapter of my book. and I'm not waking up early enough. Because I'm so exhausted and mm-hmm. my bad habits the night before. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to create some new habits for myself that are gonna serve me yeah. better than what I'm doing right now. Yes. Yes, yes. Because yes, while yes. I am doing those habits, I am taking the time to read a chapter in my book every day. I am exercising, I am meditating, but it's not or those things aren't being done at a time that um, served me the most. Yeah. I find, so personally, and you know this, we grew up together, I am not a morning person. Like, I love waking up slowly, being in my bed, like, feeling the warmth of my sheets, just experiencing it. Like, I am not a morning person. Night owl, yes, morning person, no. And I realized that that was the one thing that was kind of holding me back from completely starting my day off on the right foot. And I could have as positive a mindset as I could, but I would like lay in bed till I absolutely needed to. I'd I'd say like, okay, I know it'll take me half an hour to get ready and 10 minutes to get to school. So as long as I get myself like 50 minutes, we're good. (laughs) And it's it's fine, but I'm literally just getting up, getting ready getting my stuff together and leaving and you're in, even though you have a positive mindset, you really are unconsciously rushed. So, yeah. yeah. so knowing that I'm not a morning person, I was like, I need to fix my routine and COVID being in lockdown again, actually helped with this. Um, Cause our start time was later. So I was able to get up in the morning at a time that wasn't, <laughs> Still night, still dark. Um, get up in the morning and get myself into an exercise routine, breakfast routine, um, washing up and preparing myself for the day. That was really nice. And I actually, when I had the time to do it, right, to do it properly, um, the one day I'm like, let me see how long this takes me to do properly. And I figured I needed about an hour and a half to get up, exercise, meditate, eat breakfast, get ready and get out the door to practice a routine that really served me and really set me off on a positive start. And I'm like, okay, I know I need an hour and a half. It makes me feel good. I'm going to do it. So I started setting my alarm for 5:50. and as early as, you. as early as that is. Yeah. It's just, and, and now that I've gone into this good habit of like, I get up, the first thing I do is I wash my face put on whatever I'm going to wear to work out. And I go work out. And I've been doing this for two months now. And I'm, I really look forward to it. Like I go to bed at night. Like I used to go to bed at night and set my alarm for 630. And I'm like, Oh, I'm to get up at 630. It's so early. I don't want to get up. But now completely one changing your mindset to changing my routine to something I know that makes me feel good. It's completely changed everything in my mind where I set my alarm at night. I'm like, okay, 550, like, ooh, I get to work out in the morning and like it's gonna make me feel good. And then I get to take a moment to meditate. And it's just, it's it honestly has made such a world of difference. And it's something that dad's been telling us for years. But <laughs> Get up earlier, set your alarm early, have a nice don't breakfast in the morning. Yeah, have relax. a nice breakfast. Yeah, and I, I knew obviously I knew he was right, but I just yeah. hate mornings. But I just had to change my practices in the morning, um, and for me it was obviously like a slow go because I did it while we were in lockdown. I figured, well, what better time to like? I, I don't have to get up at the crack of dawn. Let me. Let me try and incorporate these practices in now. So yeah. that's what I so we So we both mentioned like a laundry list of <laughs> uh, habits and practices that we want to do or that we do in our mornings. And it's so important to note that um, what's going to make you successful in your habit forming is taking like one small habit that you yes. want to work at. And, like, continuing to work at that, not biting off a chunk that you really can't chew because Mm -hmm. you're overwhelmed with how much you've decided to take on. Yeah, and I definitely felt that in the beginning. I had this moment where I was like, whoa, I'm changing too much too fast. I decided to change um, my meditation practice from the evening into the morning just because when we were in lockdown, I was meditating in the mornings. And I thought that it (laughs) – like mentally emotionally i'm in a different place than i was a year ago and a year ago i was meditating at night because it would, the days were chaos like emotionally mentally the days were chaos so i needed something to kind of bring me down and ground me at night whereas now i'm looking for something to set up my day set those intentions and and kind of pave my way for the direction that i want to head that day so in changing my intentions i guess my intent of meditation it helped me to change like the time that i meditate if that makes sense so i changed meditation to the morning and then i added an exercise routine and then i was like okay i got to make breakfast too i'm like this is really overwhelming i can't do my 1 hour meditation in the morning let me just sit for 5 minutes i can't do a full journal in the morning Uh, Let me just jot down if there's anything that's, like, really pressing or, like, I can't shake. Let me just jot it down. So it's more of a quick meditation. But, again, like, I had to kind of shift that practice to make it work for where I am in the present. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And, like, you have to try things on before you figure out what's working for you, right? Yeah. Not necessarily the practice that you're doing, but when you're doing that practice. Yeah. yep, yeah. Because that's going to set you up for success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it should be appropriate too, right? I mean, if you, if you are – I know with, like, the gym, and we talked about – like, in one of our first episodes, we talked about New Year's resolutions, and, you know, everyone signs up for the gym in January, and then by February nobody goes anymore. Like, if you no. don't like the gym, don't go to the gym. No. Like, honestly, I <laughs> – I find working out boring. Like I love team sports and I mean, we're doing beach. I actually love beach body. I think it's so fun, but like going to the gym, I would always go because I knew it was good for me, but I wouldn't look forward to like the Monday, Wednesday I went to the gym. I would look forward to the Thursday that I went to soccer. Like that's what I would look forward to. So I I agree with that. I feel, um, the same way with my yoga practice. Like I could go to yoga every day, like, go to the studio every day if I'm teaching or taking someone's class. But the minute I have to do it at home on my own, I'm like, uh, it's, like, not as enjoyable. Yeah. Probably because, like, you're accountable to other people too, right? Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, um, like, that's why, like, Beachbody's going so well lately is because I have people that I'm accountable to mm-hmm. and I know like you, you can you can see what I'm doing <laughs> I can I can see everything that you do no I actually can't if you don't log in, I can't see it but. oh really okay well don't tell yeah. me that <laughs> no I'm just kidding um no but I, I I as much as I was never I've always gone to the gym but it's never excited me like Team sports has or like yoga yeah. has or like getting outside or oh my favorite rollerblading. Like I just <laughs> I just love it. Like nothing excites me like those things. So it's it really is about finding the practices that are going to help you. Um and I think like for getting active, if you're looking for something to get active, like walking is the the easiest thing, or just like being outside yeah and like i know we've had this conversation before about um getting outside and either like hiking or going for a walk um and how like that affected us during covid like Mm -hmm. what uh positive impact it made on the routine that we created Mm -hmm. because we had limited options of what we could do yeah and, and creating a healthy habit like getting outside in nature and disconnecting from the chaos that was you know on the tv and and in our phones um it was a habit that i know served me very well mm-hmm. it got me active it cleared my mind got me out in nature i loved it and i'm continuing with that habit yeah yeah and it's I was- not something that i've stopped. No. Yeah. You, you're pretty good at that. Even like you were saying, you're walking your dog out in the rain tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I sure was. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I was saying to you before, I mean, we've always done things outside. Like we grew up in wine country. Like there's always trails and and along like the, the Bruce trail and the escarpment, like there's always places outside to go. And I don't know if, Like it's, it's like this to be outside now and to be in nature and to be hiking. It's like this inherent need in me. Like I look so forward to it and I don't know, like you said, I don't know if it came out of, you know, the, the mental, emotional place that I was in during COVID. Um, you know, it was the only option. It was the only thing to do. I needed to get out of the situation that I was in. Um, like there's a lot of reasons at the time, but now all I want to do is hike and skate. <laughs> That's all I want to <laughs> do. And and I don't know if I mean I guess it they were things that I always enjoyed doing, but now it's just like those are the things that the practices that fuel my soul. Yeah. So So um we've spoken a lot about outdoor wellness habits. Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite indoor wellness habits Ooh, well um yoga I guess because yoga can be done inside or my yoga teacher also goes outside in the summertime which is kind of fun to be in a park um but keeping it inside um I like taking a hot shower before bed mm, yes I'm a lovely <laughs> yeah I'm a night shower showerer showerer. um <laughs> like like throughout the week I'll shower in the evening so I think for me it's twofold like symbolically physically like you're washing off the day like you're completely washing off the day you're resetting like all that energy everything that you carried home with you like you're just washing down the drain and I always did this and I actually was listening to a podcast it was a yoga magic podcast I can't remember um a couple months back and the guest actually said when you get in the shower physically picture the water washing off your problems i'm like yes that's what i do <laughs> yeah. i do that literally like all the time and whenever i've had a bad day i say to myself i'm gonna go wash away my day oh. and i sit there and i just let the water run over me mm-hmm. and it's so cleansing mm-hmm. and i feel like i'm reset i like I'm that. ready you- to move on with my evening I like that you actually say, I'm, I'm going to go wash off my day, like to actually stating that sometimes when you say that out loud, like when you say things out loud, it, it kind of brings it to life, makes it more tangible in a way. Yeah. 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 You're, um, I don't want to say you're manifesting it. Um, but yeah, like you're, you're envisioning it like, Mm -hmm. It, you're allowing it to happen as you as you say it yeah you're calling it out you're calling the shot yes Yes. <laughs> exactly yeah I took the words out of my mouth yeah oh, I like that <laughs> honestly warm warm showers are the best and then you just get into bed and you're all cozy and squidgy and warm and it's. it's nice. yeah it seems like such a, a simple thing to do simple habit to do that you wouldn't think of that would make you feel so good um, and what I like to do is have a clean space, have a clean house mm. like having those habits help clear my head, mm-hmm. and I'm not stressed over my environment, yeah. I've actually read things about that too. Um, I know like both of us growing up, we always had very clean bedrooms. <laughs> like my mom brags but she's like, I never had to tell my kids to clean their room. Like, I don't know how this happened, but like always made our beds. Um, and always like, I know me, I always had to have my space kind of like you always had to have, before I sat down to do any schoolwork, I had to have a clear space. Everything had to be tidy. And I've actually heard things about how your environment reflects, or your, your mentality reflects your environment. Yeah. So if you've got a cluttered environment, it's going to reflect in your thoughts and, and kind of cloud your thoughts, and vice versa. So that's why I like to have a clean kitchen every morning before I start work. Yes. <laughs> like sitting in the living room and dining room with my laptop open, and I glance over at the kitchen, and the kitchen's a mess. Everything is a mess. Yeah. I feel <laughs> my like thing it. is off. Yeah. As soon as my kitchen is clean and the countertops are clear and <laughs> I can smell the cleanliness all as well in the world. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. I'm like that with my dishes at night. I always clean as I go when I cook. Some of yeah. your, like, pots and pans, and like, the odd glass from whatever after, after yeah. dinner, I usually will clean up. I hate to wake up to that. But you know what? Sometimes you can just tell yourself like, it's fine. Like it, this doesn't need to be cleaned up. It's fine. And sometimes I just let it go because in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. And I would rather just sit on the couch and watch some TV because it's been a long day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. We deserve to make those decisions. Yeah. As long as they don't become unhealthy habits, <laughs> but you can allow yourself to just kind of let go and let be sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. exactly what other what are the indoor practices do you have um I think one of my other favorite indoor practices is journaling Mm. and I know we've mentioned journaling before on one of our past episodes um but yeah I like taking that time for myself every day to sit and write out my thoughts clear my mind Mm -hmm. figure out what's going on in my mind Mm -hmm. and if it's like a simple five minute task then it's five minutes sometimes I can go for half an hour sometimes I can go for an hour depends on what's going on at that time but yeah that's another one of my favorite ones I would agree and journaling was something that I never did like years ago I always thought like, who has time to just sit there and write frivolous things? Like, who has time for that? There's way too much to do. And, like, why would you write nothing about nothing? But uh, see? We're, we're opposites because I've always had a journal. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, no, but it that's, that's honestly one of the things. I think because I had uh, – not a not a negative view of it, but a very um, silly view. A very what's the word I'm looking for? Like a very, I was indifferent. Like I had a very indifferent opinion about journaling. I'm like, okay, people journal, no big deal. I think because my view was so indifferent before, and then once I started doing it, I started to see the impacts of journaling and um, how it helped to help me to process my thoughts, and my emotions, and and set intentions and whatever. I think once I saw the benefits of that and some days I journal and it's like three or four pages and sometimes I journal and it's half page. Like it just depends on the day. depends on if it's the morning or at night. But that has been one of the practices that has been completely eye-opening and I tell everybody about, I'm like, yeah, journal. you have journal? It's amazing. It's Uh amazing because it, it really is transformative and it's, I mean, there's sitting with your thoughts in meditation and then there's getting your thoughts out on the page and confronting your thoughts. And it's a completely different thing. Yeah. See, I've incorporated both of those practices together. So when I meditate, I start off with journaling so I can get my thoughts out and then I meditate and then I journal again. Ooh. so I meditate. So like I, I start with some breath work and then um, meditate or like trying into it. Spend some time doing that. Um, if I'm, like, intuiting things, like, I'll write down when I uh, – two journals. One for, like, when I'm intuiting and, and whatnot, meditating. And then one where when I feel like I've kind of spent enough time in my own thoughts and in connection with whatever it is I'm connecting to, then I turn over to, like, my journal journal and I will – Right, so it's yeah, breathwork, meditation, journaling for me, yeah, um, and then close off with breathwork, yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, we can totally discuss meditation at a later time because there's so much we could talk about, yeah. So, that'll be in the next coming weeks (laughs) that we'll do an episode on meditation. I feel like, I feel like that with everything we talk about, every episode, I'm like, there's so much I want to (laughs) say. Just save it. Meditation save it. is amazing. Oh, Everyone needs to meditate. It really is. It, it's that's also been one of my favorite practices. Yeah, is apparently I have a lot of favorite practices. I love my practices. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, but if, but I think that's a good thing. When you love your practices, you love your life, and you're an true. overall happier person when you love what you're doing, mm-hmm. and you look when forward you to doing those. Practices. Yeah. Like if exactly. I, if I hated hiking, like I wouldn't bundle up when it's minus 10 outside and head out into the forest because it's cold. <laughs> like it's really cold, yeah. but Like I love doing it. And of course you dress warm, but, um, yeah, no, it's, it's fantastic. Yep. Um, one habit that we didn't talk about was diet. Yeah. So, um, I love to eat healthy. Of course, I'm not going to eat healthy every day. <laughs> um, we all slip up. I love to get peanut butter cups every time I go to the grocery store. <laughs> um, but I find that eating healthy helps me s- set myself up for success mm-hmm. in other areas of my life. So if I'm eating healthy, I'm going to want to work out more because I'm treating my body well and I want to continue to do that. Yep. Yeah, I would agree with that. It makes such a difference. And I'm very much plant based like you, when you found out you were celiac, and you went vegetarian and then vegan and and whatnot, it really got me thinking about the things that I was eating and putting in my body. Um, And not for any reason, just because it makes me feel good. I'm probably more plant based. And the The days where like you go to a friend's house and you have pizza or um, like I sit down and, you know, I actually I actually had a bubble tea accidentally delivered to my house last night. (laughs) Two of them at like at when did I go do groceries at like seven o'clock and at midnight they were still there. So I brought them in. (laughs) Nobody claimed them. And so I sat and had a bubble tea after work today and ruined my appetite a little bit. And it was delicious and soul nourishing. But again, now I'm feeling not as good as I could feel because of it, right? So I, I feel like a little disappointed in myself. But also, it's okay. It was really delicious. Yeah. I, um, I started a new habit this week. I ordered organic matcha. Ooh, I want to know all about this. And um, so matcha is like a green tea powder. And you whisk it in water until it dissolves. So you just add like a little bit of water, hot water, um, to a bowl with like a teaspoon of this matcha. Yeah, whisk it until it dissolves. It's not like chunky anymore and your water turns green. Then you can add more water to it or you can make like a matcha latte. But I started with that in the morning, drinking matcha. And oh. my lemon water. Yes, lemon water is really good for hydrate. Yes, um, i feeling good. I really want to try the matcha. It just looks fun as well. So much fun! <laughs> yeah, and I actually mixed it this afternoon in my protein shake. Oh, that's also a great way. To mm-hmm. work I mean, not as fun because it's not green. It's brown or whatever color it is no it was green oh what color is your protein powder oh it was vanilla protein not chocolate oh okay i have chocolate yeah gotta have vanilla protein on hand oh see i'm i only have chocolate (laughs) why the combo packs are amazing i know maybe i should consider that next time All right, so we um, exercise, we eat well, we do yoga, we meditate, we journal, we love to get outside. Um, any other indoor practices? Indoor practices. Mm. Did, we, did we mention reading? No, I was actually just thinking that. Same wavelength. I love reading. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't been the greatest over the last year with taking time to read but I've gotten back into it and one of the new habits that I've um, set out to do is read a chapter a day. I love that. So no matter how long that chapter is it could be 5 pages or 10 pages or 20 I'm supposed to read that chapter and I love it cuz now I actually feel like I'm finishing books and they're not just sitting on my dresser for months mm-hmm. When you told me you were doing that I'm like like it inspired me I'm like yes that's a really good practice to get into because I, I mean, you know, I majored in English, and so it completely ruined my desire to read for fun. Yeah. So now... Yeah, university did that to me. Yeah. It's just... Because it was, like, out of obligation. Yeah. Like not yeah. desire. And, like, I love reading books. I've read a lot of books in the last couple of years, but I find that it takes me longer to get through them because I'm reading them before bed, and they yeah. help me to fall asleep. <laughs> and so... I like the one chapter, one chapter a day, which, I mean, I know in my own practice, if I'm, like, normally I will turn on the TV while I'm uh, cooking dinner. Sometimes I have music on, but um, if I'm feeling just like having a TV show on, I'll put on while I'm cooking dinner, while I'm eating, and then, like, I'll watch an episode after dinner, but maybe I can replace that episode after dinner with reading a chapter. Yeah. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah retrain your brain yeah oh it's so important and and it's it's crazy how as well like so we'd mentioned like we're creatures of habit like we do things over and over and over again and it's a survival strategy and it's hard to change and it I think what makes it most hard to change is it depends on what you're trying to do um if it's kind of a big change like quitting your job, moving to a different city, whatever it is. There's a lot of factors connected to that. Um I think the greatest foundational factor is fear. Like there's a lot a lot of fear. Like those are some big life changes that you're making, but um I think if there's smaller things, like do things that bring you joy. Like do things that make you happy and look forward to doing them. And it all comes back to this idea of doing things that make you feel good. What is going to make you feel good? I mean, for me a year ago, had you said, just get up at five 50 in the morning and start getting ready. I would have been like, no, like I don't, I can, I can get ready in half an hour. Why would I get ready an hour and a half before I have to, but, (laughs) but now because I have these things to look forward to that make me feel really good it's, it's completely changed the game for me and I love it. Yeah. Oh, so inspiring. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being said, um, I think we would love to hear from listeners. Let us know if you have any habits yeah. that you would love to share. You can send us a message on our Instagram. Um, Or send us an email. Mm -hmm. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what you're doing with your routines, with your practices, with your habits. Yeah. And, I mean, we're always looking to improve our routines as well. We have what works for us now. But, you know, sometimes when you find yourself in a funk, you need – there might be things that aren't working. Or sometimes it's just good to change things up to kind of – like we talked about before, to – change your brain. They change the way that your your brain works and looks at things and, and uh, is processing things for you. So yeah. Yeah. Get into a new habit. Do something that's going to serve you. All right, sisters. Thanks for tuning in this week. Remember, you can reach us on our socials. Our Instagram is sisterhood underscore of underscore healing, or you can always email us at sisterhoodhealing at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. And also if you have any show ideas, we have a lot lined up, a lot of really exciting things, a lot of uh, guests coming to join us. But if you do have anything that you're interested in learning more about, or you'd like to hear our perspective and hear a conversation about it, please send us a message and let us know. Thanks, sisters. Thanks, sisters. We'll see you next week. That's it for our show today. Thanks for joining. Remember, you can always reach out to us on our socials on Instagram at sisterhood underscore of underscore healing or on TikTok at sisterhood of healing. We love to hear from you, so please reach out to us at any time. Thank you for journeying with us today.